The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Messy Mike. Let's talk barbecue. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. It's the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast, where we talk about everything barbecue and a lot of other... What are you doing? Oh, a lot of other topics <laughs> you normally talk around the pit. As always, I'm joined by Messy Mike. Hello, hello. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. My bad. <laughs> little echo. What's going on? Nothing. Nothing. We have a great guest today, yes, but um, I also have to tell you what you already know. Um, after last week's show, I caved in and oh, I'm ready for you. Made a purchase. I'm ready for you, Jack. And the purchase was a Blackstone. I know. And I've never had more fun ever. I know. Cooking. <laughs> you were like a little kid on Christmas morning, yes. Saturday morning. Oh, it was awesome. I came over and we yep. seasoned that bad boy up. We did. Then we uh, did a couple burgers for the first quick cook. Then you surprised everybody and put about 10 pounds of fried rice together. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, the, the picture made it look a little more. <laughs> well, hey, well, yeah, actually, we'll give credit where credit is due. Hey, yeah. hey Kent, the fried rice was because yes. of you because I actually had shown him. You it, making I the fried rice. I said you had made fried rice and yep. his ears perked up. So I showed him the video and yep. next thing you know this. So you ready? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Are you here at your own willingness? Yes. Do you swear to stand by the family and everything <laughs> that goes along with the family? Yes, I do. You're going to burn those saints <laughs> in your hand, but you, you swear to take? Yeah. I think we should all Keep get, it seasoned? I think, yeah. I think you should get Blackstone take, tattoos. Can you shut the hell up? Go ahead. Don't interrupt me. Sorry. Take pictures of your Blackstone cooks and share them with oh, all, all the, the Blackstoners? All day long. You have done two cooks so far. Mm-hmm. They have both come out very nice as mm-hmm. far as I'm concerned. So from here on out, <laughs> do not consider yourself a friend of mine. Consider yourself a friend of ours. Welcome to the Blackstone Mafia. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, nice. we got that added on. Nice, He's nice. We sworn in. <laughs> anyway, let's get right down to brass tacks. Today, folks, we have a special guest joining us, Vic Clevenger of the... Chimney Cartel. Vic, you there, brother? I am, man. There he is. This is kind of like a like a mobster. (laughs) (laughs) Blackstone Mafia. Next thing you know, you have the mini pot mafia. We'll just have like a a dang syndication. Everything going Ah, on. Ah, the mini pot mafia. Yep. That's yep. Mark Lambert. We'll get in there. So, Vic, just quick, do you own a Blackstone or a Camp Chef? I no. Well, I do own a camp chef. Okay. And uh, but I don't own a Blackstone. I want one. My brother bought like a little two burner to take camping with him. He said, "You got one of these?" I'm like, "No, not yet." I said, "But I want one of the big ones, the big four or five burner ones, and and put out in my outdoor kitchen area." He's like, "Man, it's a lifesaver. You got to get you one." But I ain't gonna settle for something I could put in my glove box. I gotta get a big one, you know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what I did. I got the thirty-six inch, four burners, and uh, but I but yep. you know I got smokers, I got grills, 
it's it's just so much fun and you can do so much on it which that's what's that's what's crazy you know what sold you on it was when you had that when i had the event. and the guy next to you had it wasn't using it you use it to warm up your mac and cheese Correct. right then there it was a you were sold on i was sold on it right then and there yep 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 so that's a little flipper there use a black to warm up mac and cheese <laughs> so vic you're coming to us from florida correct Are you in florida right now out here in the land of mickey mouse and harry potter and uh whales and sharks oh he's in the land of fantasy that's it <laughs> So we're having a little connection difficulties. Um, this is live. Oh, no, yeah, exactly, live. exactly. But he's actually driving in his car right now, which is fantastic. <laughs> but um, so Vic, couple things. Um, so yes, one. What? Why did you become known as the cooking comedian? Uh, well, um, I cook a lot for yep. one. regular comedy shows places like the improv and things so so i started billing myself as the cooking comedian but it didn't just roll off the tongue as um as nicely as i would so i was looking for another moniker and i thought well i'll just use my name and so it's kind of a thing that's kind of with me as the cooking comedian. Yeah. Uh, I've been at the world's royal places and uh, emceed a bunch of things. So got started. Sometimes technology bites us in the ass. Yes. Yes. Well, it's hard to use mobile while you're driving. Correct. And he dropped off. Did he's he really? gone. All right. Yep, the connection dropped. Yeah. Oh, there's my hand moving where he's supposed to be. Okay. So, well, boys, start dancing. Yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> that was Vic Clevenger, um, and he was... Um, try to get Vic back. Oh, here he is. Yep. There you go. Yes. Vic, let's do this. Let's try to have you turn off the video and see if the audio will come through a little better for us, because it's more important to have you heard than seen. Well, let's see if I can figure out how to do it. Well, you know the button you hit before? There we go. <laughs> How's that? Better. So far, so, far, so good. All right, cool. You didn't even see me anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, you were coming in a little... Eric and Boar's not out in them and Just stick that in one of those chairs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you were coming in, in and out a little bit, but, um, you were talking about, um, you know, you, you do your comedy, um, you also cook, but, um, you, you, you also do shows for like the MBBQA, um, the world food championships, I believe as well. Um, mm -hmm. and so the cooking comedian kind of just, just stuck with you. Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a motivational speaker, yep. a communications expert, I guess, as far as, public speaking and things go more than anything. That's where my degrees are. That's where my background is. I kind of fell into comedy. And then as I just always cooked, 
how I, yeah, I'm going to start doing some more barbecuing and competitions and start doing more of those things. And then next thing I know, I was at the uh, National Barbecue Association a few years ago and did a bit. And um, and people are, I mean, Linda Orson called me and said, I started playing around with that. And that's where it went. Mike McLeod has used me um, several times at the World Food. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I went and actually cooked the World Food, finished third in desserts. It's, you know, just one thing or another. So I think being being funny, or I think I'm funny, and cooking has, has carved myself out a little niche uh, that not a lot of people have found for themselves. Oh, 100%. And, my, I mean, my wife absolutely – thinks you're hilarious so you know that that's that's hard to do <laughs> so every time i think something you know is funny she's just like i don't get it but she loves you um we've seen you at the mbbqa a couple times um so yeah i i, I think you're funny um so yeah you're you definitely do your craft very well nice nice i try to do what i can <laughs> now vic tell me you have i i, I don't know the exact time frame but at least within the last year, uh, you had started a Facebook group called the Chimney Cartel. Can you tell oh, us yeah. a little about that? You know, how it came about, why you started it, you know, Great what's going idea. on? Yeah, so uh, I love this story, uh, even if it is mine. <laughs> um, so, so I was in Seattle doing a gig, um, an MC gig for Saffron uh, at one of her outdoor cooking events. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I was kind of bemoaning and whining like a little girl that I wanted to cook this SEA contest at this event that I was coming back home for that I was actually scheduled to MC. So I was there to be an MC, but I'm like, I really want to cook the event. And I said, but I don't want to haul my grills out. And I got my priority is, is doing the MC for this event. And she's, she actually suggested, why don't you just take a chimney and a grill grate? And um, I'm like, all right, why not? So I did it. And there's about 30 people there. First time I ever cooked on a chimney, I finished about 13th. Wow. So I thought, well, that's not bad. Yeah. Not bad. People, people were laughing at me the whole time. The, uh, the Joneses, um, Casey and Judy, that's big in the SCA, mm-hmm. uh, with um, uh, Miracle in the Kitchen kind of uh, group. They were laughing at me. Rob Dobb from Rum Runners was laughing at me. People from Megabyte, they were all laughing at me because all I did is I put up this big easy up. I got my tin out, did all this stuff. And then right in the middle of it, I put a brick down and put a chimney and grill grate on top of it. That's awesome. <laughs> That's Fantastic. Awesome. And I thought, well, that's just kind of funny. And everybody laughed. And then I beat half the field. They didn't laugh at me much after that. <laughs> that's awesome. But then, and then I posted that, like, oh, that's kind of, and this, then Rob Dobb took some, took some posted of it. What we that uh, in um, East Tennessee, um, and she did a, took a cast iron skillet and put it on a chimney, and she says, in the spirit of Vic Clavenger, I'm cooking on a chimney. So I put, aha, hashtag chimney cartel, and it just blew up from there. I mean, everybody wanted T-shirts. They wanted they wanted whatever. And they said, man, this is, a, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. 
And I'm still amazed at the people that that, that dig it. And I think the, one of the reasons they they do is because my premise is you got to learn something about cooking. And, and cooking on a chimney is different than cooking on anything else because it's all about fire management. So you got to be able to learn. You got to be able to teach. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got to be fearless, man, when you cook. Because uh, how many people is going to go to an SCA contest after spending 150 bucks to enter it and then throw down a $9 chimney or a $16 <laughs> Weber chimney yep. and cook a steak on it? I mean, that's 150 bucks you just threw down to cook on a $10 chimney. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you got to be fearless in doing it. And then it's kind of grown from there that it's not just cooking on a chimney, but it's fearless in in all of your your cooking. Like, try something new. Like, like you just tried that black stove for the first time, and now you're you're a dang hibachi cook. Now I understand. So, uh, <laughs> so, um, so it's it, that's really the spirit of of the cartel is is not being afraid to try something new and different and exciting. You may fail. Um, but you, you've learned something when you fail. I, I figure, uh, just like uh, Einstein, was it Einstein that invented, or Edison who invented the the um, the light bulb? And ask him, you know, Edison. what he's learned yep. from all the different failures. He's, I, I don't, I learned that I that there's different ways that I that to do it. You know, I this is not one. This is one of the ways not to do it. So you always learn something uh, when you fail. So if you go at it with an attitude of of learning and growing and being fearless. Then man, you're a cartel member. You're part of the you're, you're part of the family. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that sounds like an awesome. I mean, the the t-shirts alone. Oh the yeah. Design is is wicked, wicked cool. And I'm sorry to use Boston slang there, but that's fine. <laughs> it's wicked you know, it's, cool. It's, <laughs> but yeah, like we get the Yankees every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you know, oh, and uh, ooh, commercial to buffer break. So. Uh, uh, We'll be right back. We're going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back. Attention cigar smokers, or even friends of cigar smokers. If you're looking to relax with a nice premium cigar, or looking for a great gift for a cigar smoker, this is the gift that keeps on giving. Our friends at TwoGuysCigars.com have created the Cigar of the Month Club. For just $24.99 per month, you or your friend that you're gifting will receive four premium handmade cigars every month, and shipping and handling is included. Go to twoguyscigars.com, that's the number twoguyscigars.com, and find the Cigar of the Month Club in the menu and sign up. It's that easy. You can stop at any time, but you won't. There's no contract. It is just a tremendous deal. Go to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number twoguyscigars.com. Find the Cigar of the Month Club and sign up. At the same time, if you want to learn about the cigars you receive each month, you can smoke along with them on their own podcast called The Cigar Authority. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a nice premium cigar from our friends at twoguyscigars.com. And we are back. Vic, we still got you, brother. Yes, sir. All right. Fantastic. All right. Yeah, you know, looking looking through some of the pictures when you had first um sent me the invite for the for the group. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, oh, absolutely. Okay, cool. You know, we're looking, looking it's like, oh my God. You know, this guy's, you know, with the chimney and a grill grate, or even you know, I think there was one guy he he had uh, you know, uh, a screen. 
you know, or like a cooling rack, chicken rack, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you go out, you know, a- anything. And it, it's just great. But that's the beautiful thing about the, um, the Facebook groups, you know, especially, you know, especially the Chimney Cartel. You're seeing things you've never seen before. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, people are sending me crazy stuff, man. Um, you know, you've seen the old Facebook thing, a guy cooking in a filing cabinet and yep. all that stuff. People have sent me actual pictures of them using a Walmart shopping cart. And it's, uh, it's guilty. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I saw one in my neighborhood. I'm like, I live in a pretty good neighborhood. There shouldn't be any <laughs> around my neighborhood. So I was going to swipe it, but then it, somebody took it. I did. This, I, was, I was telling Mike a couple of weeks ago, we did we were about the craziest cooks. And that's what I, that I had literally did that. One year, years ago, up at one of the motorcycle weeks in Laconia, we had a you know 55-gallon drum burn barrel mm-hmm. that was just hanging around drinking beers. We got hungry, went to the grocery store. Instead of lo- unloading all the bags, we just took the, through the whole cart in the uh, back of the truck and came in, just put the cart on side on top of the burn barrel and started cooking up steaks. Yeah, people that's thought awesome. you were in a homeless. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's all right. We looked like we were homeless. We had a, we had a nice, beautiful house, but none of us were. It looked like Jonestown the morning after. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. So everybody, definitely go check out the Chimney Cartel. Um, join it. Take some pictures. Now, there's two, there's two pages know. for the Chimney Cartel. One is just a general fan page, like you know what? I just want to like it and and I'll throw stuff out there. Then there's the the private page that you have to be accepted yep. to join. That's where the more serious uh, craziness happens. Uh, I put on something a while ago, uh, I think last week, if anybody actually would eat an iguana because uh, they're crazy. I saw what? that. Yeah, I saw yeah. that post. Crazy down here in South Florida and down in the Caribbean, they're a delicacy, and they're called the chicken of the trees. Ooh. And, and I found out there's some people in the cartel that has actually eaten Laguana and start sending me recipes for it. Wow. Like, All right. I guess I got to order me one and throw down. Oh, what is that? Louisiana uh, crawfish company? Bet you could well, probably. No, it's, it's a, actually a exotic meats out of, out oh. of the Caribbean. Screw that. You don't even got to go there. Go next. I can, get a, I can get a three pound iguana for 50 bucks. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I'm probably going to catch absolute hell for this, but we can go next door to PetSmart. They probably have one right there. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I think about that. But they're, they're a couple hundred dollars in there for pets. Oh, I go that's... to South Florida and pick one out of a hotel for free. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow. And so, hey, um, how was the alligator cook? Oh, man, I love cooking alligator. It's the best. I took uh, – it's a funny story. So I cooked one here at the house because people want to have a party at my house. Why do people want to have parties at my house? I don't know, but – I said, hey, Vic, let's have a party at your house, and you do all the cooking and provide all the food. I'm oh, like, all right. Sounds great. <laughs> That's why. So, so I cooked an alligator. Everybody dug it. But people started seeing that stuff. And so when I went out to, uh, to an outdoor event out in Seattle, Saffron says, you think you could bring a gator out here and cook it for the people? Because out in Seattle, they never see anything like that. I mean, that was, that was something I was like, yeah, let me look around. So I got somebody. I put a post out. I said, hey. I need an alligator. Anybody got one? So some guy says, I don't have one, but I'll give you some money to go buy one. <laughs> in Seattle. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so I went to Cocoa. I, I had to leave at six o'clock Monday morning to fly to Seattle. I ended up driving to Cocoa Beach to a gator hunter's house who had a five foot gator that he. He's 
Um, and he had it bagged and, and cleaned, frozen in a cooler. So I took that from Cocoa Beach back to my house here in Central Florida. The next morning, I get up, pull it out of my freezer, put it back in a cooler, tape it all up, put it in checked baggage on the plane, <laughs> and then took it with me to Seattle. That's awesome. <laughs> oh. Did you get yeah, any so questions? We got some some kids like car seat there, somebody's golf clubs, alligator. <laughs> and it was, and don't you think TSA didn't check it when it went through the X-rays? Because I opened it up, and there's a big old thing in there that said this package was checked by the TSA. I'm like, I bet it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, they they just they see the X-ray. We're all set. We're all, We're all set. set. <laughs> <laughs> This is a dead body in a box. What do we care? <laughs> oh, that's so, beautiful. So then you brought it to Seattle. Yeah. So I brought it to Seattle and, um, and I cooked it in, uh, of course I had to leave it thaw out. And of course, Seattle's like a hundred degrees, um, below the North pole or something. And, um, so, uh, I left it thaw out all week in, in the garage and it stayed frozen most of the week. So the, um, I can't never can't pronounce the name, but it's one of those those um, those boxes. Those um, should it's a Chinese. I don't know. It's Chinese. Oh yeah, the Chinese cooking boxes. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, uh, so some guys had brought me one. So let's cook gator net. I'm like, well, I've never cooked in that, so I'm willing. You know, in the spirit of the chimney cartel, let's try it out. So what I did was um, with these boxes, you put your food down inside of them, put the lid on spread your charcoal and stuff across the top of it. And the heat just kind of bakes it. Yes. Uh, but I wanted a, I wanted a smoky flavor in there. So what I did was I took one of those um, wood chip boxes that you'd put on your grill. If you, you know, if you want to smoke a little bit mm-hmm. and I put that down in the box with the gator, some apple, some apple chips lit those. So they would smolder while the, uh, the gator cooked and it cooked in about four hours. And the, People there in Seattle were beside themselves when they saw me whip that gator out. First of all, in prepping it, they had never seen anything like that except for on the Discovery Channel. And then, um, then finally, when they got to taste it, they was they couldn't do a class. Uh, they were having a hard. They was trying to do a judges class for some contest. Mm-hmm. They couldn't do the judges class because people were lined up wanting to taste that gator. And wow. it was it was phenomenal. Now it, it was, I had it wrapped in bacon, stuffed with sausage. Okay. Dude, make you want to slap your grandma, man. Oh, wow. Oof. All right, so the wrapping it in bacon is a necessity. Well, you know, um, the Barbecue Ninja doesn't. Uh, me and him's talked about this. Mm-hmm. He doesn't wrap it until later because uh, he wants to get the more smoky flavor on the meat. Okay. I, I, I've done it a couple ways, um, and he's got a point about getting a smoky flavor on the meat and then wrapping it later. What the bacon does, because it's so fatty and, and it's and it's bacon, mm-hmm. um, it helps. And the gator is so lean; it's just nothing but a but a muscle. So it's a so lean of a muscle. Um, just it just that's all there. There's no fat to a gator, uh, so you got to it'll dry out quick. Like I like I almost worse than a chicken breast. Okay. And yep. uh, so you've got to keep that moisture in there. So the best way to do that is with a with bacon. So me and the ninja talked about it. And, um, and what he does is he smokes it for a while and, um, like maybe a four hours or so to get a good smoke on it. And then he pulls it, then wraps it and to help keep the moisture in there and all that stuff. But you can do so much stuff with a, with a gator. There's some guys that put, um, 
um, the makings of a of um, a Louisiana crawfish broil down inside a gator and let it smoke up that way. So there's all sorts of things, but you got to do something to keep the um, to keep the moisture, moisture there, uh, so it doesn't dry out and just get all yucky. All right. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Eat the, uh, the jaw meat, the leg meat, and the tail meat. That's your best parts. Uh, the, the side is a little gamey, uh, but man, alive! You get a hold of some of that leg and jaw meat. Shoo, dog! Oh, if we only had a gator, we do. He's still frozen. <laughs> just need to get him out. <laughs> so I, I, we do have one. Um, it's currently still frozen because really, I, I think I've just been <laughs> scared to cook it. <laughs> but You're cooking, man. Yep, exactly. That'll be a, definitely a picture for the chimney cartel once it happens. Oh, hell yeah. Chris Cavender did one um, here um, here a while back and posted it on the cartel. Um, I think that was his first gator. He did it at a big event, and he said it turned out pretty well, but he didn't put bacon on his. He let it he let it roll um, in the smoke. I think he maybe put bacon on it later, kind of like what Craig does. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, that's the thing about cooking gator. Gator's going to take whatever – whatever flavor you season it with and it's going to it's going to grab that flavor so that's the cool thing about gator so if you season it well then wrap or let yeah you can even let it smoke a little bit and then wrap it at some point man you have people come from miles away just to try oh now would you would you suggest brining it or no no okay okay perfect i wouldn't do that i would just uh i would just season it put a rub on it and um Thought, thought, you know, get your, you want to fill the cavity. Um, that's the thing about it is you want to fill the cavity. Uh, by the way, I made it home. I'm out of my truck. So, so you know, you know I'm safe. Right. You're listening to me that I'm safe at home. That's good. That's good. <laughs> you know, they were, <laughs> Making us I, nervous I, there for a little bit. People have, have done it that way. Um, but it's, it's hard to brine a gator because you're talking about um, something that's like a good gator. You're looking at like three to five feet long. Yeah. I mean, what kind of, you know, what kind of bucket are you going to put one of these in? You got you to gotta stick it in your bathtub or something. I was just going to say, right them in the bathtub. Got to get a Yeti. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, great. yeah, but shoot, man. You got one of those big old Yetis? That'd be like a $1,000 Yeti. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gators brought to you by Yeti. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, I wouldn't brine it. Okay. The uh, yeah, I'll I tell you what I did do, though. I did inject my, uh, uh, one of them I did. I injected with that Cajun butter. I just went to Walmart, bought some of that Cajun butter stuff, mm-hmm. and um, and inject uh, mainly the tail and the, um, um, the 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 legs. I injected them to get that extra that extra flavor. And of course, with the butter and stuff. Oh, right there. He went in his house. <laughs> Hopefully, he'll come back. Right there, we had it. Yeah. I wonder oh. what part of Florida he was in. It's got to be a deal Orlando area anyway. Yeah, Orlando. So oh, you know, Orlando like, outside. I wonder if he has T-Mobile. I got T-Mobile. Well, don't you sit here, bad <laughs> Okay. It's like politics. You got to watch out what you say. Oh, there he, there he is. Yeah, what happened, man? I just walked into my house. There you go. <laughs> That's what Mike said. He goes, he just walked in the house. <laughs> Crazy. It happens all the time. Yeah. You're all in a rotating truck or something. You're all 
Going through the dead spot. Yeah, we, yeah, we it's a rotating studio. <laughs> the top, uh, top of the hub of uh, podcast studios. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did it happen again? I'm going to sit in one spot and not move. <laughs> so, so, Vic, um, are you still doing, um, you know, competing on the, comp, um, on the circuit or are you, is that t- kind of taking a back seat right now? There you go. How about that? Is this better? Yes. Sounds good. I don't know what you're all doing to me. <laughs> did you get my question or did you not get my question? No, I didn't get it. Um, so are you, are you still competing or is that kind of taking a back seat right now? Oh uh, yeah. I, um, I compete, um, like, um, like the, uh, world food. I mm-hmm. love to compete there. Uh, I just posted the other day that I need to get me a golden ticket or I'm just going to have to go to the contest in Fort Worth um, and just watch, and that's boring. So, um, well, it's not that boring. It'd be a lot of fun if you if you know the parties that they're having out there. Oh yeah. Um, the but I want you know I, I compete all the time. Um, matter of fact, my teammate was just asking me if I've come across any barbecue contests. But down here in Florida, you don't really compete in barbecue mm-hmm. in the summer because it's just too dang hot. So you'll do a couple of steak contests, and um, and that's about it. Huh. Nice, nice. I mean, the st- the steak competitions are just taking off. Yeah, big, big yeah, time. Crazy. Yeah, because they're it's fast. The growing, sanctioning body in the world, I think. Wow, they're fast and they're you know relatively cost efficient. You yeah. know, you can get anywhere from fifty bucks to one hundred twenty five, hundred fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're going to go cook a KCBS, you're starting at a thousand bucks. Just for the weekend. Well, if you want to win. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So so the the biggest expense you're going to have in um, in an SEA is your entry fee. That's it. I mean, I go with with one slap of a grill grate and a chimney and a bag of B&B charcoal, and then that's it. So I've got, what, 30 bucks in my whole outfit? Yeah. I mean, I have a tent and a cooler full of stuff. You know, can't just go. (laughs) No, I think the cooler is uh, a needed accessory there. Filled with libations. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Water and things, juice. You got to stay stay hydrated. You know, cool, clear liquids. (laughs) Sometimes it might, the liquids might have a, you know, golden touch to it. Mm -hmm. You know, well, you know, anything over iced. Yeah. Oh, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But yeah, it's um, like I said, the, the f- Facebook has really, you know, I think brought the barbecue and steak game to a whole nother level mm-hmm. with all the with all the groups. You know, we have our yeah. group. You have the Chimney Cartel. We got our brothers at New England Pitmasters. We got, um, you know, barbecue beer bosses, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a ton of them out there, and they're great to watch to get. Those different things you see, you know, I like I said last week, I hopped on Disvic doing an iguana. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa stop, <laughs> hit like, <laughs> what is this all about? Get you know, it bigger, so now you, you know, you hear yeah, the volume. Yep. It was, you know, just things that you, you never thought about cooking before in a different technique, you know. Mm-hmm. How, okay, Mike, how would you, how would you cook an iguana? How would I cook an iguana? You have no goddamn idea. No, but on you look black, at that on, on his blackstone. Black yep, <laughs> <laughs> I'd sizzle the bitch. <laughs> Iguana tacos. 
Yeah. Whoa. Ooh. <laughs> but to going going back to the SCA, I mean, mm-hmm. look at your you're, you're paying a hundred fifty dollar entry fee. Your meat is provided for you. You bring in anything from, from a chimney to a to a PK to a Weber to what to an egg, whatever, whatever you've got, um, and you can come home with a thousand bucks. That's awesome. Now, That's you you go to and you're not there all weekend. You're not there all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're only there for like eight hours. But I mean, you go there in the morning, set up, have yep. a few drinks, see your buddies. After the awards, you go back home, sleep in your own bed or exactly. at a nice hotel or whatever. Yep. Now you go to you go to a KCBS. You know, I got I got load up all my stuff um, Friday. Then I got to drive all the way to where I'm going. I got to unload all my stuff, pull out my cookers and and everything, pull out a thousand dollars worth of meat. Just so I can walk home with a thousand bucks if I win. Right. Uh, so, so to to me uh, to get on like kind of like a serious note, um, our barbecue sanctioning bodies are going to have to come up with ways to compete with with other things like um, like the SCA because you're seeing a lot of people uh, they're not fully defecting to being just steak cookers, but you're seeing a lot of people crossing that line. Mm-hmm. And doing a lot more SCA events than they are um, KCBS or FBA or MBN or anything like that. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. But Vic, listen, brother, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day, freeing uh, up some schedule for to come talk with us two idiots. <laughs> I can't think of a, of a better evening to spend my evening with two pretty guys like you. <laughs> boy. Thank uh, you, Vic. Where can everyone find you uh, on social media? Uh, well, just look up my name, Vic Clevenger. Go to my website. Uh, look up the Chimney Cartel. Uh, any of those. Cool. cool His website's cool. VicClevenger.com. On Facebook, Chimney Cartel, yep. and uh, you'll be good to go. Well, Perfect. thank you again, brother, for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. Sorry about all the interruptions with the Internet. No, no, no worries, problem. brother. That's well, live. Well, that's it for this week, folks. We'd like to thank you all for joining us. You can catch the video on Facebook and YouTube. Catch the audio on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Himalaya, and other podcast catches on social media. Find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at PitLifeBBQ. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your questions and comments to PitLifeBBQPodcast at gmail.com. And like always, please subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. Spread the word. Let's uh let's see the iguana pictures. Let's get that rolling. Yeah. But yeah. uh go to the page, check it out. Chimney Cartel. It's fantastic and uh let's see some fearless cooking. I'm up for the challenge. All right. But uh cool. until next week folks, keep, keep the, the smoke, smoke rolling. rolling. opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.